Hi everyone, welcome back to Steroid is Star Clan, a Warriors Cat Baby podcast. I'm Paz. I'm Julian. And I'm Liz, but old. <laughs> yeah. It's my birthday. Oh, Happy okay. Birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you were being old because, like, Dappletail died, but. That's oh, no, it's a poisoned. Stir fry. Oh, I died. <laughs> this is so tragic. <laughs> Isn't Dappletail the one who's like um the once pretty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's oh my god, Griselda. R.I.P. to Griselda, Grisabella the glamour cat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gris, not Griselda. <laughs> <laughs> So sad. Um, we read chapters 16 through 18 of Moonrise. Um, as, y- as you can tell, things are going badly in the forest. Things well, continue to happen to the cats. <laughs> True, it's really bad, but here, listen, listen. Only one of those, out of one, out of those three chapters, only one of them was, um, oh, fuck. Penny, no! <laughs> my jokes I was gonna say only one of them <laughs> was was a storm for a chapter <laughs> she started eating it's my true. headphones <laughs> she's too crazy she has her own opinions she'd like to add yeah she's... what do you think about storm for Vinny? well she's what she thinks is she has jumped on top of my books in my bookcase and is probably gonna knock my Blood pressure monitor over. <laughs> Do you need to move that? Eh. Okay. It's fine. I think you... Okay. You think I'm really far away? You were, but now you're okay. Well, it's because I was looking at her. Oh, okay. Um, well, I can do summaries unless anyone has anything else to add beforehand. I can't add anything because I'm old and I died. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, it was, um, I was really prepared to be, like, happy and refreshed that we were in the forest, but the shit that happens in the forest <laughs> is so fucking bleak. It's terrible. Yeah. It, you know, it's a nice break from racism, but, uh, oh god, they're having a bad time. They really are. <laughs> um, okay. Chapter 16. Leafpole and Cinderpelt report back to Firestar about the poisoned rabbits in Windclan. So he decides that the clan shouldn't eat any more rabbits from anywhere out of precaution. He and Cinderpelt tell Leafpaw to move to carefully move the only rabbit in the fresh kill pile out of the camp, despite how little food the clan has already. Dappletail, the elder, sees her doing this and is undeterred by Cinderpelt's explanation of how Windclan was poisoned. She angrily calls Windclan deceitful, uncalled for, IMO. And eat some of and eat some of the rabbit before Firestar can stop her and push her away. The next day, Cinderpelt and Leafpaw are collecting herbs at Sunny Sunny Rock when Spiderpaw shows up to tell them that Dappletail has fallen ill. He and Cinderpelt rush back while Leafpaw is ordered to collect more herbs. She hears a wail and follows it, finding a Riverclan apprentice about to be swept away by the river current. Mistyfoot suddenly appears and rescues the young cat while Leafpaw ten- lends her medicine cat training to help. Mothwing and Hawkfrost show up. Hawkfrost is a little bitch to everyone. Mothwing panics under the pressure and can't do much to help as a medicine cat, so Leafpaw takes over. 
Are you not mentioning how she how spotted? I think you left out the. Oh spotted my god! I forgot this. Like haunting I her forgot. during this. I forgot. There's so much <laughs> happening. That's like a crucial element. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me type it in in real time. Um, spotted leaves, sweet scent makes another appearance, and the spirit of her vibes, um, and also explicit instructions, uh, <laughs> guides. Leave paw to victory. Great. Parentheses. Nope. Saving the teen cat. Okay. Okay. Afterward, Mothwing and Leaf Paw briefly talk about Mothwing's insecurities and how her brother is a little bitch. Well while Leaf Paw again notices how beautiful she is. When Leaf Paw returns to camp, she finds out that Dappletail has died and that Cloudtail and Brightheart have disappeared. Chapter 17. Stormfur and the other forest cats make their way through the mountains and away from the tribe cat's territory. He is able to help his friends navigate through the area and hunt better because of what he learned from Brooke and the other cats, but he feels ashamed for having felt so conflicted about his loyalty to RiverClan and for being kept in the dark by those he considers new friends. He also feels guilty for leaving them behind to be attacked by a cougar? Question mark, question mark, question mark. In the meantime, the forest cats find a safe cave to shelter in when they sh- when who should show up but an unknown cat. Chapter 18. News spreads about Dappletail's death and how Cloudtail and Brightheart have gone missing where some monsters have torn up the forest. Firestar is anxious because two more cats, also part of his family, have disappeared in addition to Squirrelpaw and the others. Mousefur and Ashpaw take this time to be cat racist for some reason and say that Cloudtail probably went back to eat kitty pet food. Leafball is once again torn about telling Firestar what she knows about where Squirrelpaw went, and now can't bear to say anything because she doesn't know if her sister is even safe anymore. Whitepaw, Cloudtail, and Brightheart's kit... hit kit... What? sorry. Whitepaw, Cloudtail, and Brightheart's kit wants to go looking for them on her own, but is allow- allowed to more safely accompany a hunting patrol instead. Dustpelt suddenly staggers out and tells everyone that his and Ferncloud's kit, large kit, di- has died of starvation. Woo, that's the end. Uh, you know who else is dying of starvation? Benny. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, I don't know, two hours since she ate. She's like going, she's going bananas. <laughs> and I can't let her out because she'll eat Kip's dinner. This is a disaster. Do you hear any, like, random thumping coming through the mic? Yeah. Yeah, she's just trying to get under her scratcher <laughs> now. I think I might also be hearing neighbors, though. No, that's all Benny. She's really thumping around. Oh, baby girl. Anyway, um, I have one really important comment. Yeah. I, I have two really important comments. One... Uh, sorry, I forgot about sexy spotted leaf showing up. <laughs> I can't believe Her it. Sweet scent, Liz. It's it's so crucial. Um, really. I I want to be clear. The sweet scent is always mentioned. We are not yeah. like oh, just yeah. joking. Like it no, is always I'm not, there. I'm it, not doing a bit here. The errands use that as her character descriptor. <laughs> it like it like comes before like 
her physical form. Yeah, like, this like, is how we know it's spotted leaf. Yeah, it's, it drifts in. <laughs> like, sweet scent is her Homeric epithet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who should appear but sweet scented spotted leaf? <laughs> um, okay, two. When um, Dappletail is like lunging for that poisoned rabbit, it of course is very sad and, and you know, depressing, bleak, like cats on the verge of starvation. They'll eat anything. Oh, our society is about to crumble, etc., etc. But like, you, it's just like Firestar is doing the human thing where it's like, I have to stop my cat from eating something really stupid. <laughs> just like grabbing her and like her, her face is like stretching out and trying to get a piece of bread. It is. It's like, Tabitha, you're so fucking stupid. Uh, you can't eat these shrimp chips. They have onion in them. R.I.P. to once beautiful Dappletail. <laughs> she's not beautiful anymore. I mean, less no, she's beautiful. Fucking dead. Oh yeah. She had a. She did not sh- like show her her best in her last moment. She kind of no. sucked. No, she became racist. I I can't remember if she's so. Elder Wait, no. husband racist though. No, I, no, no. No, Mouse Mousefur Mousefur gets increasingly racist, I believe. Yes. Mousefur gets Mousefur's been watching too much Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> it's just two foxes. <laughs> hey. Well yeah, they can speak. We know this. Yeah, they speak and they're just saying like some wild racist shit to to Mousefur. Um, yeah, well, I guess the first scene is that Dappletail rabbit scene. Um, the part, sorry. No, go ahead. No, the part where, like, she eats it and then Leafpaw just kind of watches her and is like, I hope not, I hope that rabbit's okay. (laughs) No, and you you just know it's not. No. Girl, it's not. No, good move on Firestar's part. Yeah. You know? He's trying his best. Mm-hmm. Can't believe he's still getting uh, microaggress all these like, years later. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guy cannot catch a fucking break. Um, I don't uh appreciate Dappletail calling WindClan proud and de- deceitful. I think that's absolutely not a good descriptor. <laughs> Uncalled for and also not even close? No, that's like that's like Shadow Clan. If we have to pick a clan, we're River Clan, not Wind Clan. <laughs> she should have just called them like pathetic. Yeah, which is true. <laughs> which that is, is true. true. They are pathetic. They are so pathetic. The witch they don't is lie. lie. I mean, I guess in this book they've lied about stealing prey, but they are starving. I think that's allowed. I think yeah. you're allowed to lie about stealing food when you're yeah. dying. Yeah, when um, your elders and your children have died. <laughs> this might be jumping ahead, but it is insane to me that people, all the cats are still like, well, we can't eat kitty pet food. You are dying. You had a child die and you would prefer her to have like, you would prefer her to be dead than eating kitty pet food? Apparently. Wild. 
The workers are fucking busted. It like is not holding up. And I don't know if it's like intentional here necessarily. I can't tell. <laughs> and I, old... I don't think like I I feel like it's it's not in the kitty pet food case. I think we're supposed to agree that like, well, you should definitely never eat kitty pet food. Because... Which is wild for like a series aimed at children who presumably do feed their cats. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's some kid out there who's like has like a stray cat the family feeds and they're gonna be like, You can't you can't feed the cat that it breaks. It's dishonorable. We just saw an old lady cat die from eating like a poison rabbit. You telling you telling me that like crave salmon flavor all protein kibble Kippy does not endorse um fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck crave. But that is what he eats. Is that worse? Uh he also has sensitive tummy food. Is that worse? Yeah, what do you do if you're a warrior and you have a sensitive tummy? Die. Fucking, you die. You <laughs> yeah. die in real life. You die of tummy hurt disease. <laughs> you you just... die of tummy hurts too long, a little bit too often. That's what it feels like every time my tummy hurts. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine if you are, like, just sensitive tummy chronic and it's it's just, like, your whole life. You don't die, but it's, like, Every meal, it's like, ouch, ooh, ouchy, oofy. Yeah, you're just always People, a little... Yeah. I think about this sometimes, because I have a not great tummy, and, like, mm. if I had lived in the, the bitch ages, I would just be sad. I would yeah. be no. ill all the time. Uh-huh. I would just... I'm, I'm like, a little teeny tiny lactose intolerant, but I don't do anything about it. I just keep, <laughs> I just keep eating ice cream and drinking milk. It's like, huh... So I guess I would have been exactly the same in the bitch ages. Well, it's like, I, like, can't eat dairy and, like, am white. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's so sad. I would have died. You would have died. What do you have? <laughs> it's your only protein. Like, you're, you're, like, lord of the land or whatever. We'd probably take all your beef and chickens yeah. and so on. So sad. I would have been too weak to work the fields. I would have wasted away. Mm-hmm. It would have been just like Beirut's song where um, you were wasting away in a bed. <laughs> so true. Does anyone um, else get the pineapple sweats? The, the what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Liz. <laughs> no, this... <laughs> so I, pass, I told Paz at some point that when I eat a pineapple, it's like, oh, you know, when you eat a pineapple, like, and your tongue gets kind of like, you know, p- prickly, right? Kind of itchy. Liz, you're allergic so, to pineapple. Just a, just a little. Liz, you're allergic to pineapple. Liz has the pineapple sweats. This is what you're just describing to me. Just it's, a little. Does, doesn't it hurt? No. No, that's not how eating pineapple is. <laughs> I mean, like, it hurts if I eat, like, an entire pineapple. Because like, of the, the acid. The acid. But, like... Not if I only eat, like, a normal amount of pineapple. It just, it just makes you feel a little hot, right? Sorry, what was that? It just makes you feel a little hot on the tongue. No. 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 <laughs> you have a mild pineapple allergy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> I don't know what this has to do with the worry. I just, I'll buy a pineapple. They're one ninety nine now. We were talking about sensitive tummy food. Yeah. Pineapple and the is sensitive tummy food. Complete refusal to eat the food that is available to them yeah. in the two leg places. So and what happens? Dappletail's okay. dead. Dappletail is dead. So what happens if, like, if instead of kibble, um, someone puts out, like, a whole, like, roast chicken on their doorstep? Is that kitty pet food? Mm, you didn't catch what's it yourself. cooked, yeah. I feel like what they view as dishonorable is, like, not having caught it. Like, they have to feel the lifeblood, like... <laughs> or like so another cat has to have caught it. What if I, I know? What if I throw a raw chicken leg at <laughs> at mouse? <laughs> well, mouse doesn't deserve it. What if I throw no, a raw ch- sucks? What if I throw a raw chicken leg at um uh, fern cloud? She's going through it. Oh, she's really going through it. Like, yeah. the horrible trauma of, like, not being able to feed your baby so yeah, badly while you are starving. Dies. I feel this, like Fern like, Cloud would is, just be like, fuck is, it, get me, get me kibble. Give me kibble or I'll kill you. <laughs> like, she is starving and, like, she is starving to the point that she can't, like, produce enough milk for her baby and her baby fucking dies. It's a horrible. It's These ten, awful. Like, it's very bleak. Like yeah, it's it's terrible. Everyone's starving to death. Everyone's fucking starving to death. Yeah, the book is like not full of like uh, punches in this no. case. <laughs> the book is like yes, everyone is starving to death and sick and ill. They they're like we know what kids like, and it's reading about the Oregon Trail, but with cats. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Kids love this, except. With Oregon Trail, it was like, well, you chose to come here. The cats didn't choose anything. No. <laughs> cats, they're really stupid. And all of their prayers mm. are, are going unheard, and they mm-hmm. are suffering endlessly. Yeah, the the tone of this, I didn't include much of it in the summary, but it's constantly like, has Starkland abandoned us? Can yeah, they actually they're all like, looking for <laughs> answers from, like... <laughs> I mean, that's what I think makes, like, the warrior code. I think it would be super interesting if the errands had been, like, this is a portrayal of of how uh, people cling to beliefs that don't, like, always serve them in times of of crisis. Um, I I don't think that's what they're doing, but... No. I mean, I want to... It's a thing that someone could do. Uh, I don't think this will happen, but I want to see, like, cats, like, lose faith specifically due to these events, you know? Mm-hmm. Not just, like, be an atheist from the get-go. Yeah, like, I would love to know, like, what's going on with Brightheart religiously. Oh, yeah. She's, she saw a baby die, and she was like, I, I gotta go take some time to think about this. <laughs> also, this is, also, this is jumping ahead a little, too, but there, um, the, the parts where Leafa is, like, always looking at the river clan cats being like, wow, they're really healthy and well fed. It's popping up more and it's like so sad. It's so horrible. It's really awful. It just makes me like truly hate river clan. 
That's a, like, it makes River Clan, like, seem like these horrible monsters because, like, there are starving, like, children on their borders. Yeah, like, I don't think the book is trying to make River Clan out to be, like, like, immoral and monsters, but you, that's the effect. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. it's, like, yeah. inexcusable. <laughs> like It's morally reprehensible. Yeah. Like, this is far worse than the than Tiger Star, because he was comical, but this, this is, this like, is like... Tiger Star was just like, This is watching children die across the border and just, like, continuing to eat your, your big salmon. I was going to say this is, like, Britain during the potato famine, but <laughs> the British caused the potato famine, so it's not quite that bad. <laughs> yeah. But... But, like, they're not even, like, bringing any of the other clans, like, fish or, Or even just opening fishing rights, like, anything. Like, let them fish, like, downstream from you. That way they can't take fish from you. I don't know. That's not how fish work. I realized fish can swim upstream. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I, this is, like making it clear in my mind. I, like, I remembered River Clan being my least favorite clan, um, and considering I came in on this series, I, I I'm remembering why that was the case. Because <laughs> this is my first exposure to them, them being, like, reprehensible. <laughs> I, listen, Mothwing, she's my girl, but I need her to have some outer conflict about this. Because she's seeing it so directly. Like, yeah. hmm, your girlfriend's dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would love that. But once again, like, I'm getting the impression the book does not see this as quite a, as large of a problem as it is. Because <laughs> I feel like if it did, it would be making, like, a character like Mothwing more, or even, like, Misty for it, like, more openly, like, conflicted, you know? Because, like, the, the, like, quote-unquote, like, good cats in RiverClan, like, the cats we're supposed to agree with aren't saying anything. Yeah. Really, really baffling writing choice. Yeah. So weird. It feels, it just feels like some steps were missed on this, like, whole big metaphor. (laughs) Like, did y'all not think about it? Evidently not. And then we, and then we, I mean, moving on chronologically, and then we get Leaf Paul saving one of River Clan's cats yeah. for, for nothing. <sighs> I mean, for the for the satisfaction of not letting a child die in front of her. But no, I mean, but it's like she doesn't get like River Clan isn't like, oh, we are so thankful we have a fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, Hawk Frost fucking sucks. He sucks. He's the worst. He's a horrible little baby fascist. He's the worst. I hate him. Get him out of here. Like, I know we're meant to hate him, but I hate him. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, writing, intent, etc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, like, Mothwing's, like, essentially, like, terrified of her own brother. Yeah. Yeah, to the point where she can't, like, do medicine, which is... Great, thank you so much, heart emoji. 
Yeah, and like Hawk Frost, like the scene ends of Hawk Frost basically being like, I'm going to go back to the clan and tell everyone you're like not fit to be a medicine cat, which is so fucked up. What did he even do here? He just showed up and like bossed everyone around to no yeah. avail. <laughs> he didn't give this like child CPR or anything. Nope. Also, I do think Leaf Paul should have told Mothwing she had like divine guidance. Like make your Gia yeah. feel a little better. Like <laughs> Yeah. Like God, Mothwing feels awful because she's like, oh, I couldn't do any of this. And it's like, yeah, because you didn't have the like fucking <laughs> Holy your handler, the holy handler in <laughs> your ear. Uh, also, Spotted Leaf, what? do more. Why are you just showing up for this? No, this is what's most important for her to be doing right now. Of course. She's giving us nothing past the grave. Thank you. I, it's also really funny. Um, this is such a small thing, but at some point Leaf Paw thinks of her as like, her father's friend. Oh my god. Her father's special friend. <laughs> Mom really doesn't like to talk about her. <laughs> it's like when your parents talk about like people they used to date or whatever. Yeah. And like the other parent is like mm. <laughs> I mentioned my I mentioned Firestar parentheses, my dad's friend <laughs> at dinner yesterday and my mom started kneading the ground really hard. <laughs> Claws in and out. <laughs> Spotted Spotted Leaf is literally whispering instructions to her. It's crazy. Medicine cat game strats. <laughs> Um, what else about that scene? I am, this is, this is a nothing nitpick, but I am confused as to why she didn't, I mean, she didn't get to go with Cinderpelt so she could have a scene here, but I think it's funny that she was basically like, oh, <laughs> someone's dying. You stay here, though. It's, it's okay. It's... You don't need to come. <laughs> they don't have any damn herbs, Liz. You can always come get them. I think it was like herbs for this situation. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, but then she spent a whole other time thinking of, well, she was doing something else. And I thought there was going to be like, you know, oh, I got there too late. I'm, I feel super guilty because I was doing this other stuff. Um, I don't know. That could still happen. This is nothing. <laughs> Just nitpicking now. There's there's much more to nitpick in the Stormfur section, oh, so yes. we really yes. don't oh, have to. God. I should save my energy. Sorry, I was pausing. Yeah, no, no um, noise is happening. Our neighbors oh. are still moving in. I think yeah. so. so. Two people moving in is still better, or at least at least on the same level as our uh, old neighbor who just sounded like this all the time. Is that yeah, this, I'm the Stormfur section is. On my ebook, which granted has like a weird font size, 11 pages long, and yet it still managed for me to just feel exhausted. It was oh, yeah. so bad. It's it's weird, right? Like yeah. the, like the the tribe cats aren't even in it, and it's it's like worse somehow. 
Well, because all, instead of them being actors, all we get is, like, his, like, weird brain, (laughs) his weird thoughts about them. So, like, as bad as all the scenes with them are, um, we don't, all, we don't even get them, like, as active agents in the story. It's just him thinking racistly. Yeah, it's... He is such a white savior trope to a T. It's like, it's crazy. It's embarrassing. Yes. I'm embarrassed for the Aaron's. Yeah. yeah. It was hard to summarize this because it's mostly just him beating himself up about like nothing. I mean, not nothing, but he's, he feels like a, a level, a very like white level of disgust about like having interacted with the, the these other people. <laughs> Like, I mean, oh. he's, like, he's he's like it's like the going native trope. It's like yeah, he's struggling with quote unquote going native. Yeah. Well, and he's like, oh, they fooled me. They they tricked me. I've been. It feels like it's re- reading like his masculinity has been threatened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and this it's like so bizarre. And it's also like I mean like part and parcel of the white savior trope is like he's like mastered all of uh, all of their skills perfectly and like Mm -hmm. and like oh he's so good at this and he's so like cool and it's like ugh. and we never even saw him learn any of these skills he just somehow knows them from living with the tribe for like four days four days Like, we didn't even get, you know, it's not like a training montage would necessarily have made this any better, but, like, we didn't even get that. No. no. And then he just gets to be, like, immediately after doing any of that stuff, he's like, oh, I'm I'm so ashamed. Oh, I'm so badass, but I'm so ashamed. It's awful. I know, Benny. <laughs> That's Benny she, saying I hate Stormfur. She hates Stormfur and she should. <laughs> Yeah, the shame stuff is, like, really weird. I don't know. It's just really strange to read. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's, it really, it's like, it's literally the white savior trope. Like, nothing changed. <laughs> I don't really know what else to add. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like, cookie cutter that it's, it is extremely, like, jarring and strange to see just an animal going through these, like, very, (laughs) um, very rote, cliche tropes. Like, again, I have to reiterate, these are cats. Yeah. They're all cats. They're all cats. Just, just he's the not same even kind of... white. Nope, he's gray. He's gray. <laughs> I don't know anything about homesick, so I won't make any jokes about <laughs> gray skin. Don't tell me. I'm too old. But that could be something. Yeah, there's a lot of noise happening upstairs. There's a lot of noise happening in here because Benny hasn't gotten her dinner. That's just part of it now. Yeah, these are the thumps of 
Storm for beating his uh, his <laughs> chest in shame. Um. <laughs> uh, the chapter uh, like the chapter did have a fun cliffhanger. That was that was about it all have I had fun going. For it. There's good cliffhangers. That's writing in here. Sometimes it's effective. Sometimes it just makes you kind of put your head in your hands. Yeah. This could very well be the only book I read for June. Oh. <laughs> I've got to... I've got to read something else. This is... Because you have three days. You can make it through. I can make it through. I can. Well, uh, should we just go to the last chapter? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, I don't there really, really have anything else to say about this anything. one. Um, everyone's really shitty about Cloudtail. I I know we talked a little bit about this. With the, he was kidnapped. Why? This is Does a fake no narrative. Under Firestar created a fake fucking story, and now it's all anyone knows. This is horrible. Everyone's like, oh, he 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 left. He's going to go get kitty pet food. And then they he, were like, oh, he caused so much trouble for us. He. he what do you mean trouble? He was. Abducted by aliens, he very well could have had his balls cut right off, and you guys don't even care. Maybe he should have, though. I'm just yeah, saying, maybe he like, <laughs> it's bad now. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I think if Cloudtail did go to become a kitty pet, that's perfectly fine. Just take his wife and his child and be like, I'm out. Yeah. Thank you. You guys are racist to me again. Yeah. I support him. I don't support him leaving his child behind. No, I don't understand um, that. No. Um, I. The part where I think they they do mention like that the that they went missing near like where a bunch of land got like dug up because of the bulldozers or whatever. Like, did he get much... kidnapped again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how everyone's um assumption wasn't that he was like crushed to death by a monster instead of like. Yeah. Oh, he left to get kitty pet food. They they kind of arrive at that later on, sort of. But yeah, I just how is that? How is the assumption generally not like something horrible happening? Because something horrible has been happening every single day. He could have just died of starvation, like coming home. <laughs> yeah, he could have eaten These a rabbit. Cats... Yeah, yeah. These cats' lives are like unending misery, and their yeah. first thought is like, well. He got out. <laughs> They're racist. Have force first and foremost. I hate it here. <laughs> Why are the cats racist? <laughs> and then Firestar fucking also joins in. <laughs> That's your nephew. He doesn't defend his his nephew. Spineless fucking president. Not even Firestar. Is- you. You literally saw him get kidnapped by aliens with your own two eyes. Not my fucking president. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> Graystripe does a better job defending Cloudtail and Firestar. Graystripe comes out really well in these three chapters because he says like two things and they're they're pretty fine. Yeah. <laughs> Graystripe's like, st- like, stop, like, first of all, stop. Second of all, uh, Bayheart wouldn't do that either, and, and Cloudtail loves his wife, so. Graystripe's really inching ahead of his son here. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Grayscape has already won. I'm sorry. Yeah. There, there's not, not much to, to win over now. No. Um. Uh, it was a really, it was a pretty short chapter. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like, uh, Leafpaw feels conflicted about revealing stuff that she knows. This is this does feel like teen lie where just so huge it's like i don't even know where to start yeah what now yeah it feels like a a pretty little liars like plot (laughs) (laughs) where it's like you started keeping a secret that was just like oh my friends at like this part this is at my house when they're actually at a party and then somehow this implicates you in a murder yeah (laughs) is that what pretty little liars is about I don't think so. I don't. I never actually watched it. Okay. None of us have evident. We can't. Well, it is now. And <laughs> <laughs> or I watched like <laughs> a couple episodes, but um, only the the gay parts. So I don't oh. actually know anything about the plot. <laughs> oh, good for them, right? Good for them. Did they? Did they? Yeah, have- there's like a a bi character. I think she's bi. Good for her. Yay. Good for her. Happy Pride, everyone. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> we've seen so we we were out during the weekend. We saw even more gay people than usual. Oh, because I think the Pride Parade had happened or something. <laughs> That's why it was my birthday. <laughs> um. Yes, we're we're gonna the the chapter ends at <laughs> child death again. Uh. Yep. Yeah. It's bleak. Well, I don't have anything else to add. No. I don't either. Um, to end on a less miserable note, we could read the second part of Ursula K. Le Guin's um Cat. Please. Yeah. The Annals of Pard. I can read it. I can read part of it too. It's pretty long. Yeah. So you maybe you don't want to read the whole thing. Um, Annals of Pard, My Life So Far, by Pard, Part 2. I cried very loudly in the roaring moving room thing on the way here because I thought the awfulness and strangeness was happening all over again forever. No. <laughs> I still think that when they put me in the box that smells of fear and the roaring moving room thing. Uh, man, this is... Sorry, Benny is... I don't know what she is doing. She ate? She ate. She's... I'm going to let her out, actually. I'm afraid of what she's doing. Here, I can read the the next paragraph. The anti-human went away and left me with the old queen and an old Tom. I was distrustful of him at first, but my fears were groundless. When he sits down, he has an excellent thing. A lap! Other humans have them, but his is mine. It is full of quietness and fondness. The old queen sometimes pats hers and says, Pert? And I know perfectly well what she means, but I only use one lap, his. No. What I like to use about her is the place <laughs> behind her knees on the bed and the top of her head. 
which having a kind of fur reminds me a little of my mother. So sometimes I get on the pillow with it and knead it. <laughs> this works best when she is asleep. <laughs> the kibbles here are of different species and vary in quality. They are let loose from their boxes and bags into my bowl twice a day at the appointed time. Most of them are good, but the small dark kind taste rather nasty, and I don't hunt them down until I need them. Recently, a large new breed appeared that tastes excellent, almost as good as greenies. <laughs> no other kibble is as good as a greenie, and greenies often fly. The old tom and queen see to it that they do, and I chase them across the floor and pursue them under things and knock them right out of the air. Hunting is very exciting and satisfactory, especially when the prey moves. When I first came here, I was barely out of kittenhood and constantly in search of excitement. Here and there, though never in my bowl, I found what I thought was a lively kind of kibble, running around, hiding under things, even flying sometimes. I hunted them for quite a while and caught a great many, but they never taste very good. I gave up hunting them at last, admitting that beetles are an inferior form of kibble. Still, it was fun to hunt them. <laughs> it is not fun to hunt mice. It is exciting in an intense, terrible way. <laughs> if there is a mouse, I cannot think of anything else. I cannot sleep. I cannot eat kibbles. I can only smell and hear and think of mouse. I don't understand this, and it makes me unhappy. But when the mouse comes out of hiding, I have to hunt and catch it. I always catch it. And then what? It isn't a kibble. It isn't to eat. It's much bigger and furry. Who wants to eat a huge fur-coated kibble? It's a wonderful toy while it plays, but after a while it begins to run down and stops moving. <laughs> so I bring it to the old queen, who is good with toys and makes them move. But if it is a mouse, she leaps up and does shouting and hurls the mouse off the bed, and there is great unpleasantness. <laughs> All the same, much as I like dis dislike unpleasantness, I cannot leave the mouse. Usually it begins moving again, and sometimes even gets away and escapes into the outside, but not often. When it runs down altogether, it is taken away. Then I can sleep and be happy. I can take over. The outside is somewhat like mice. It is too exciting. It makes anxiety. I want to go there, and then when I am, at, when I am there, I want to come inside again. <laughs> I'm used to walls. Walls are good. They limit things. There is no limit to the outside. It is crowded with endless things and beings, pathways and pathlessness, movement sounds, tiny noises in the earth, and behind every leaf. Huge banks and clamor from where the roaring things rush by, and the terrible dogs pull their humans along by straps and nothing makes sense. But then it is all exciting. There are the green leaves to eat and then come in and throw them up on the rug. <laughs> <laughs> there are things that fly. Uh, there, being, there are the beings that fly, not only little ones like beetles, but ones the size of mice and even bigger. When I see them, I say something to them I never say to anyone else. A kind of little clicking. I know they are to hunt. How could I catch a flying kibble bigger than a mouse? And what would I do with it if, if what would I do with it if I got it? But they still see. But still, Kippy, please. Literature's <laughs> happening. Close your door. <laughs> They're crazy. They're being so bad. I'm beset. This is all. <laughs> what kind of podcast are we? What kind of warriors podcast are we if we don't let the cats in? What about representation, Paz? Anyway. You don't deserve it. <laughs> um, but still, when I see one, even through the window, I cross the spring and, and whisper to litter closer. It is very public. It is very puzzling, the outside, and very dangerous. I know that, and I mostly stay inside of the old queen or Tom, and I always know the quickest path straight back to the door, my door, into my walls, into my place. But there are but there are the smells outside, the endless, rich, piercing, mysterious smells, 
and I want to go back out and smell each leaf and stick and track for a long time and walk on the strange paths of dirt and grass in the danger. Yet while I am there, I want to be back inside with the old slow Tom and the Queen, where things happen slowly, and when they should happen, and the kibbles are in the bowl uh, in the bowl morning and evening, where I can lie in the sun and look through the window at the outside without being in its danger, or curl up on the Tom's lap or the Queen's head and hear the purring and be happy. There is so much mystery always that adding all the outside to it is just too much for me. I guess I can read a little. Inside, I am troubled only when the old Tom and Queen go away for a long time, which they don't do often anymore. And when they do, some of the strangeness gets into the house and the kibbles become irregular and I am not at peace. And my peace is disturbed when the young queens come to make the noise machines go on the floors. The anxiety of the horrible roaring noise drives me to do foolish things, like trying to hide behind the thing the old queen always sits in front of staring at instead of paying attention to me. I'm not supposed to go behind it, and unpleasantness occurs when I insist on doing so. (laughs) Perhaps the unpleasantness of the noise machines drives me to make more unpleasantness. I don't know. Sometimes I decide (laughs) to go behind the thing simply because as I lie on the desk beside her in peaceful companionship, I get bored with her staring at it and ignoring me, and know I can change that by going where I'm not to go. Recently, when I did that and wouldn't stop doing it, we both got so upset that the old queen did sh- did shouting, swatted me, and pulled my tail, and I actually glared and cursed her. Soon after, she apologized and made amends. <coughs> I did not. Cats have no amends to make. But we were both relieved that the unpleasantness was ended. Since then, when I start to go round behind the things she stares at, instead of attempting to exert domination and causing anxiety to us both, She begins to scratch my jowls and chin most irresistibly. (laughs) So I stop where I am and do not resist the irresistibility. And as she finds this irresistible too, there is pleasantness and a good feeling. I just started around behind a minute ago and settled down for a thorough jowl rub on both sides while warmth and good feelings were exchanged. She's staring at the thing again now, only glancing at me now and then to pet my head and neck but I can hear the old Tom down in the kitchen and know that the kibbles of the evening will soon be in the bowl. I can wait. I have things running quite satisfactorily in this place. My place. Mm-hmm. Oh, to be pard. What a... I love pard. What a mind. What a world. <laughs> there is a picture of... There are several pictures of pard. Um... One is just a photo of Pard on a bed or towel um, with no limbs, complete loaf. Mm-hmm. The, the second one is very much um, a photo taken by an old person. Yep. <laughs> it's your flash reflecting off the window. Yep. <laughs> just Pard looking outside, captioned the outside as puzzling. Um... The third one is Pard <laughs> on a chair, on his back, legs up, looking up into the camera. Very charming. It says quite satisfactory on the bottom. What a great... This is blogging. This This is blogging. Mm-hmm. This is what blogging should be. It should always be like this. It should be printed out and put in a museum. 
<laughs> what would chickpea blog about? Crime. <laughs> like money laundering? No. <laughs> Food theft. <laughs> General heists. Violence. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about chickpea blocking before. <laughs> Her mind's fascinating. What can I say? She'd be out here like making TikToks or whatever about how we're so horrible to her, and everyone would be like, "Yeah, you should kill them." <laughs> <laughs> but who will she ch- steal chicken from? I <laughs> I think Kip's mind sounds exactly like Pard's. Yeah. Yeah. Including yeah. going behind the computer to get my and, attention. And sitting on top of your computer to get yeah. your attention. Um, he is currently sitting on top of my tote bag, looking at me, looking away. He's behind my he was behind my laptop earlier, making recording a problem. <laughs> they were both trying to claw at the door on opposite sides of the door just now, so I had to do something. I am Sorry. <laughs> Benny doesn't blog. <laughs> no. I think if we tried to capture her thoughts on paper, it'd just be like like a horn noise. <laughs> like a bugle. Or maybe just like the word like ah mm. all across the screen. Here she comes. Yeah. Come here. Nothing. Well, is that is that it for us? That's all I got. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have anything else. Well, we'll wrap it up then. Um, thank you for listening. You can find the show on Twitter at Staircast. You can find us on co-host at Staircast. Yep. One of those. It's at Staircast. At Staircast. Okay. And um, you can send us emails at StairwayToStarClan at gmail.com. And that's all I have. So until next time, may StarClan light your path. Bye. 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 Happy summer, everyone.